like buttons. Welcome back to the Pantless Podcast. I'm Travis. And I'm Austin. And we're, we're back. back. We are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This was a, uh, it was a good week. It feels short, but it wasn't short. Ooh. It was it was, it was a normal good. it was normal. I had a long two days midweek. Mm-hmm. Other than that, pretty favorable. Uh and speaking of long two days, we both went and watched the concert this this week. Yeah. Yeah. How was it, sir? How was it? It was metal. And metal. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So we went and watched Baby Metal and Death Clock in St. Louis, which is about five hours away from me and probably about, what, five and a half from you? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. So... Uh, that guy that opened for him. Yeah, what was his name? I can't remember. Uh, Jason Richardson. Jason Richardson. I meant to give him a follow on the socials or on the YouTubes. Just, I mean, just because. Yeah. But wasn't a fan of his style. What? The music was good. I was jamming out to what he was playing. But it didn't feel like I was watching him on stage. Yeah. So I can for, for you folks, that. he was a one man band. So he had like the drums, the bass, and some some guitar were all mixed on over the loudspeakers and he was just on a solo guitar just jamming out. <clears throat> Only one song had vocals, but those were in the recording. Yep. He didn't even sing. Cause that was a him. That was another band featuring him. So he played their song with that their vocalist singing over the radio, basically, and he played guitar. We had two near-death experiences during the concert, which <laughs> third street, third strike, and you're out, buddy. Yeah, and we left during Death Clock. They might have actually had. An actual death, for all we know. Uh, who knows? The guy, I guess, the same guy passed out twice out on the floor. Oh, it was the same guy. We, it was right in that same area. We assumed it was the same guy. Oh man! Okay. And, and it's funny how up, up where I was sitting, audible concern. The first, the, because he passed out during the opener, during Richardson. Yeah. Audible concern in the crowd for uh oh somebody's potentially dying. They shut the show down. Medical never arrives. I guess the guy, they just smack him awake, and I guess he wakes up, they give him some water, show goes on. <laughs> and uh, what about three, two, three songs in the baby metal? Yeah. They're keying up the, the opening of, the, of, of about the third or fourth song. And all of a sudden, you see flashlights again in the same area. They shut it down again. Yep. And complete flip in the crowd. It, it's my section. Same guy, 
get him out of here. Like, nobody's even, like, come on now, third strike, you're at it. Everybody's, like, just mad at this point because the same guy drops twice. We're guessing. Yeah. What's the odds <laughs> of two different people dropping in the same It wasn't even anywhere near the mosh pit. Right. It was off to the, off to our right. It was almost directly in front of you. And it wasn't, no, it was on the other side. No, it was directly in front of you. Because it was opposite side from us. Um, if you were looking at the stage, they were right up against the stage, to the right of the stage. If you were on stage, really? you would have been left of the stage. Yeah. How weird. We it were looked up like they were all here. it looked like they were it looked like they were all over on the other side. Interesting. Better you were down below us on better you weren't where I thought you were. And we I was were, in the far right at the like, bottom. Looking at like, the stage. Yeah, if you were looking down, you would have to like crane your neck all the way to the right. Okay. You're right where I thought you were. So yeah, the emergencies were right in front of you. But Baby Metal, by far, and you can come at me. We had people in the comments that be fight me. Baby Metal, best live performance ever. Ooh, ooh, best live performance. They were fantastic, but that is that would be a. That, there's been a lot of great performances in the history of music, sir. I'm just saying, as an artist, <laughs> putting on live shows. There's, they, they have to be the best live show on the planet right now. Dang. There, there's probably not many artists that put on a better show than Baby Metal. You could, yeah. you, you could feel the energy in the arena. Like, yep. it was like crowd participation and precipitation the entire yeah. show. <laughs> And, like, every time I ever watch them online, that's kind of how they are as well. They put on a show. Like, and they played my wife's favorite song. What's your wife's favorite song? Uh, pop, pop, uh, Papa Ya. Papa Ya, yeah. That's a fantastic song. And my favorite song, which I think they played directly after it, BMC. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite song. Uh, they opened with Gimme Chocolate ended with Road to Resistance and they brought out the Tom Morello song that I didn't think was going to be there. Oh, that new one? Yeah. Uh, what was the called? Uh, it, 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 it's a, it, the name of the song is a Japanese name. And it yeah. it's like Rise Up. Maybe the name of that song. Maybe translated to Rise Up. Yeah. But I was not expecting that. They just dropped that song right before the world tours started. Yep. Uh, the the uh, the crowd camera was awesome. Never seen that before in a show. I hadn't. I don't go to many shows. You might have seen that before. No, I've never seen that. That was. I I loved that aspect. That, was that not awesome? That was fantastic. That was. You know, from where I was, like that, let it really showed how big the crowd was. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, that venue was cool. I like that venue. 
yeah. didn't like the seats I had to sit in. Those were my mildly uncomfortable. But the the venue as a whole was actually very nice. You could tell it was only about two years old. I think it opened in 2020, something about three years old. Yeah, I, and I, they, they started, I don't know if you knew this, but I was talking to one of the people that worked there. That's actually designed to be um, ice skating. But in the summer, yeah. since it's outside, yes. they can't use it. And they eventually were like, we need to figure out some way to monetize this dead space. Yeah, Let's just start having concerts here. Yeah, and I'm glad they made that decision. That's well, pretty cool. And wonder, this was the last show. Yeah, that was of what, that, that's what season. made that's what upset me was this is the last show of the season. So yep. a lot of the a lot of their uh, food vendors out front didn't they were sold out of a lot of stuff because they didn't restock for the show. Because I I went up to order something. He's like, yeah, we don't have that. This is the last last show of the season. Where you got what we have? Yeah, and I'm like, got me on that one. The community center that it's attached to has a bar in it because they play semi-pro hockey in that uh, in that community center, and yeah. they play and college hockey. The blue, uh, the St. Louis Blues, they have yeah. alumni that go. When we, my son and I, went to eat over there, yeah. the uh, alumni. So there were like 60, 70 year old guys that used to play for the St. Louis Blue. They they had one of the rinks and they were just like playing a hockey game. Just a oh, bunch of old dudes was playing that the hockey. One around the corner. Uh, not the one around the corner. It was the one, one right there. There were dudes when we were in there. There was a bunch of uh, of the uh, AAA guys practicing in there. Okay, yeah, they must have just wrapped up because when we got there, there were a bunch and, of old guys uh, showing up and skating. Thursday, Wisconsin, because uh, when we were in there drinking, which was weird, but when we were in there drinking, the Wisconsin women's Wisconsin Badgers women's hockey team oh. was in there warming up because they had a game against uh, Lindenwood okay. University Thursday, the night after the concert. That's cool. Which opened up the women's which was both teams opening game of their season. Okay. The first game of their season. So nice. if you saw like a solid black tour bus kind of floating around the area, that was the Wisconsin yep. team okay. coming and going. So that that I no like, but again, that venue was pretty cool. I uh, don't know if I would. I don't know what would draw me back to that venue, being that far out. I'd go watch Baby Metal again. hundred percent. Yeah, no, if Baby Metal comes back to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would plan it a little better. With what we both next time, what we both do is we both get hotels at that casino next door. Oh yeah. Stay yeah. all night after the concert. Go do some gambling. Don't gamble; it's bad for you. Go lose some money at the casino, then crash at the hotel. Yeah. Hit the buffet at the casino. Get there a little yeah. early. Maybe throw some slots around ahead of time. Hit the buffet and then walk over to the con to the venue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got there a little too early. I was yeah. expecting it to be a different well, setting, a different um, area. I didn't realize it was out in the middle of nowhere. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, we were we were a, we were so don't buy the VIP. That was not worth it at all for the extra money the wife spent on those tickets. You got a cool tote bag though, right? Got a tote bag, a bandana, and a commemorative. I don't have it here. Like lanyard that did nothing. You had to, we had to be there at four thirty for early check in to get our stuff, and we thought, oh, cool. We'll be there at 4.30. Could kind of made it sound like check-in at 4.30 for early access. Right. So we thought, oh, we'll get to, we'll get in the door, mill around, find our seats, and we'll have between about 4.30 and 7 to hit the merch table and kind of hang out. They didn't let us in the door till until uh, 5.30. General Mission got in at 6. Yep. It almost took us so long to get through because there was – also, first entry. The Which first, wasn't what you were? No, we were priority. Oh, which is okay. after first entry. And there was only 50 tickets sold for first entry. And they were an extra, like, $150 on top of the priority. Okay. And they got, at the, the 4.30 early check-in, they got at the front of that line. So they were ahead of us. And then... When they got to go, when they opened the gates for first entry and priority, they were at the front of that line. And then we get in the door, turn around, and they start letting general admission people in. Like five minutes after we actually get, there's still priority people coming through the line as they're opening general admission. Like this was very poorly done. 30 minutes isn't enough to get all 150 priorities in the gate before your general starts. <laughs> the, the metal detector that they had set up for us to go through didn't even work, so they still had to wand us. Like, what, why are we wanding? And they're like, that metal detector doesn't work. Just walk through it, and we're just going to wand you. Okay. All right. That's funny. I trained for this, and they don't even use it. <laughs> so, but other than... Other than the whole entry thing, spent way too much on merch. Man, merch was insane. Did you buy their album? I did not, no. I would have bought the other one, their newest album out. No, I, we just got we got the two shirts. So I got a hat. I got I got the baby metal snapback hat, two shirts, and one of their album and their uh, newest album. Because I was actually in the market to buy their newest album anyway. The wife right. was gonna buy it for me anyway, and it was it was there, so we would have bought it from there. Uh, I got it. great show. If you're listening, watching, uh, go watch Baby Metal. Or yeah, you can go West Coast. They're in the West Coast till the end of the month. No, till what? First, second week of October. I have to look at my shirt. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> They Let's play. go see this shirt and see what. I think I think I know they end the. I don't remember what dates they end their tour on, but I do know that the last two shows they play are in L.A. So if you want to go to L.A., watch Baby Metal. Do it. Do it. Do it. While you're look, 
Are you looking something up, or are you just? I, I'm I'm logging into uh something. Okay. Hey. Let's... Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking anything up. Let's do a quick touch up on how we did last week in football. Let's go. Let's go. So I I'm not going to be happy with this, but let's I go. predicted. I predicted. I think I had a perfect. Yeah, I had a perfect prediction this week. I didn't lose a single prediction. Uh, I predicted Washington to lose to the Bills. Don't let me down. We lost to the Bills. <laughs> you predicted that Dallas would beat the Cardinals. That which. You know, I would think the Washington would have had a better shot of beating the Bills than think. Dallas losing to Arizona. But well, Arizona almost beat the Giants and the Commanders this year, and then actually beat the Cowboys. So somehow the tanky Cardinals lost to the bottom two teams in the East and beat the top team in the East. I don't know how they did it. So you. You didn't. Dallas is now two and one. Washington, two and one. <sighs> yeah. The over under. Wait, was that wrong? Oh, I wasn't perfect. I'm wrong. My bad. Uh oh. I, I looked at that wrong. Is that right? Yeah. My bad. I. So. Bills Commanders. The over under was forty three. We both picked over. 40 points scored in that game. Wow. Only three by the commanders. So, <laughs> not helping me out. So, we both lose that one. Cardinals, Cowboys. Over, under was 43. You picked under, I picked over. 44 points were scored in that game. That was just a... And and I finally got a Dallas Dallas fan to admit that their that your guys' offense is hot garbage. You guys need to shore up that def- that offense has way better playmakers than what you guys are utilizing. I, it I blame the parents, i.e. the coaches. Play calling is not good for the Cowboys. Or- Mike McCarthy needs to either hang it up and retire from coaching completely or or just give up play calling. Because he's not any good at it. <laughs> Didn't he? Oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's Is this his first year back at play, calling plays, or did he call plays last year, too? I don't know. I almost want to say that he... Like, they, they fired the O.C., or he took away the play calling halfway through the year last year. or something. I remember something like that. But <clears throat> this week could be another rough one for both of us. Washington goes to Philadelphia. Patriots coming to Dallas. I feel good. I think I'm going to have a Dallas. perfect. I think I'm thinking I'm going to have a perfect prediction here. Okay. So, well, since you think so. We'll just start with your boys. Start with my boys? Okay. Over, under, 43 and a half. 43 seems to be like a common NFL over, under (laughs) number. 
this is definitely going to be under. I would, they could say this was a 38, and I would still go under. So I am very confident this is going to be I, under 43 and a half. I, I generally rarely go under. But I think this, I agree. Yeah, this is good. This is a. I'm I'm surprised they went to forty three and a half. That's weird to me. I this think that's game way easily. This game easily could have like fifteen points total scored. Yeah. No touchdowns. This could be just a field goal fest. Yep, could be. It, it depends on whose offense decides to actually play this game. Um, I. Think this is your second loss in a row? Okay. I honestly think the doubt that I, I honestly think that the offense continues to struggle, and I think the Patriots take advantage of your Douglas defense. Your defense looked bad. Without yeah, me. but I think we were just confused. But just, now we've was, got that short up. We got it figured out. The you, Patriots aren't any good. You, They're not any good. They can be weirdly enough. They're just. They're not. I'm sorry. They're not. They're sneaky. And so, they. What did they do last week? They beat the Jets 15-10. Yeah. But that's a. Phenomenal Jets defense. Like that's a game where if the Jets had an offense, but if I'm not mistaken, New England and the and and New England and New York had a game that ended like with a overtime punt return for a touchdown by the by New England, and that game ended like ten to ten to six or ten to three. Ten three, I think. It, I think regulation ended at like three three. And New England returned a touchdown for a, a punt for a touchdown. So that I don't know. Uh, Dallas's defense, like I said, was a little confused. They are better than what they did against Arizona. They're going to get it figured out. But when we played the Jets, we also only gave up ten points, and we scored twice as many points as the Patriots. Fair. So, but did you, you know? Did your defense give up? Did your defense have a lot more turnovers? You know. Like yeah, said, we're be- we're better, we're better, we're better. We got it figured out. We've got it figured out. Don't think so. Eagles, Commanders, over under yeah. forty three. I am going to put my prediction in. I think this is going over. I agree Eagles with you. Score at least 30, 35. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I I can easily see fifty points being scored at least. So yeah, I'm in agreement. Over. I mean, I wonder what the Eagles are actually averaging in points this season because they're they scored they're... twenty. They scored twenty five against the Bucks. Uh, they they. They've scored 25, 34, and 25. They actually have not been rolling as uh, much as I thought they might. Oh, and uh, let's go ahead and I, I forgot to put this in. 
Um, Commanders Bears plays on Thursday night next week. Oh, okay. Good call. Uh, I'm Good call. I was watching uh, when I was watching um, our review movie this week. I don't even care what the over under is. This game's going under. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be very many points scored in that game. Uh, it's forty two and a half. Yeah, the line, under the line is uh, Washington by five. <laughs> what did I say? Forty-two and a half. Is that what I said? I think it's what you said. Forty-two and a half. Well, there's been a lot of even numbers for over unders. Normally, they are most of the time all over unders are a point five, so that there's no there, there's never any. Oh, they scored 42 points. Nobody gets it. Because <laughs> if they score exactly what it is, is that an over or is that an under? Or is that an equals? It's, like, it's an equal. Does everybody get their money back, they bet? Like, how's that work? No, you lose. You lose. Is it a lose? Yeah, it's a loss. The only way you can win is if you bet even. Oh, but if you bet only over under and it hits equal, you lose. You said Vegas under. wins like crazy. <laughs> you said under. I still think over. Really? I think we pop you off of this game. This... Okay. I think McLaurin and okay. Ryan Robinson pop off this game and we score a bunch of points. Okay. Now, the game I'm interested in this week is uh the Nobody Cares Bowl, Denver and Chicago. Oh, gross. That's just the, the vomit bowl, the toilet bowl. Yes, I think they're, I think they've coined it the Nobody Cares Bowl. Uh, and then remember, last thing I'll say about football and we'll move on. Falcons Jaguar in London, Fal Falcons Jaguars in London tomorrow morning. I think that game starts oh, yeah. at 9.30. 8, 8.30 a.m.? Uh, fantasy was showing 9.30. This is saying 8.30. But Could be all, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 our time? Something like that. I'm not sure. I guess they're doing the Nickelodeon animated version of this game. Uh, I think it's Disney. The Disney one. Yeah, where it's the doing Pixar. the, the toy, right. the toy Story animation. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I want to kick that on in the morning because I'm curious. Yeah. how... kind of. If I can wake up early enough, I want to see what that looks like. What channel is that going to be on? It it's showing to be on ESPN Plus. So okay, I, that's fair. I don't even have that. I don't even know what it's going to play on. That's the one thing I do have. I do have ESPN Plus. Oh, I can watch you? that. Yeah, I also heard it might be on Disney Plus. So I'll look it up. I don't know. Hey, you got any breaking news? Kind of. Yeah, I've got yeah. some breaking news. This is interesting. This is interesting news. So there were some archaeologists digging around Jordan, and they found Michael what Jordan? they believe. Huh? Michael Jordan? No, not Michael Jordan. Not. <laughs> I mean, he's old, but not that old. Come on. Uh, out there in Israel. 
Oh. In that area. Oh, okay. And they found what they believe to be Sodom. And there's evidence that it was destroyed. I don't know if you know the biblical story of Sodom oh, and Gomorrah. Hellfire. Boom, 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 boom. Well, there's probably a lot of people that listen to this show that don't know. But there is evidence that it was actually destroyed by an asteroid that was more powerful than a nuclear bomb being dropped on the city. So evidence that the biblical story of Sodom being destroyed by fire, there's pretty good evidence that fire from the sky actually happened. A giant asteroid that was more powerful than a nuclear bomb just hey. completely demolished that city. Don't do it. So, <laughs> just, yeah. But uh, pretty interesting story. Just that, that news dropped. It was like three days ago. I hadn't heard. Two I don't, days. I don't watch news stuff, so... Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Hey. Got anything else? I don't think so. Let's go. Retro movie. Now, this is the most retro movie we've watched. My yes. goodness. Yes. I don't know if I truly have an opinion about this movie. Because it, I'm like, what really happened in this movie? Like, now, it was different. Bella Lugosi, weird. Great actor. Great actor. But the staring at the screen with the lit up eyeballs was weird. Uh, I don't know. The I, bet, guy... I bet it was terrifying in the 30s. I bet it was. Oh. <laughs> and I, I bet people were freaking out. And I, and I guess that this. This movie was pulled Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> it was pulled Dracula. Uh, directly from Bram Stoker's uh novel, or yeah, kind of. If you know, if you saw at the beginning, it was actually it was an adaptation of the play that yeah. was based on his novel. Correct. That's. <laughs> Um, but that guy, uh, his, uh, oh my gosh. Reinfeld? The, uh, the little guy that would eat the bugs. I can't Reinfeld. think of his name. In the movie, his name was Reinfeld. Yeah. I'm looking it up right here. Dwight he Fry. was a, he was a great actor. He great was fantastic. Oh, I mean, oh my gosh. It's like they're, they looked at him and said, just be the craziest you can. Yeah. I, I turn, was, it, turn it on. I was confused because there there was the two sisters or friends, the two girls. Yeah, Mina and Lucy? the other one, Lucy. I'm looking at Lucy. Her. So I just assumed that Lucy would be the one he'd go after, but he went after the one that had the boyfriend, yep. the fiance, and then the other girl wasn't in it the rest of the movie. Well, didn't she get killed or something? Was she the one that? I think she was taken out and was killed. Was she? Did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, I believe that's what happened. Did they kind of not show it well? I believe that's she, what happened. Was she the one sitting on the table in that uh, when they were in that that hot when all the surgeons and all the doctors were up top and they were talking about we lost another one and they were looking at her neck. Ooh, I didn't see. I 
I saw that scene, but I didn't catch to see if that was her. I don't know. Or was that the first girl he got in the in the alleyway? Well, they said that the one on the table was the third or the okay. fourth. But yeah. I was I was pretty impressed. You could tell that there were certain aspects when it would get dark. They really didn't have a full grasp on how to use the lighting. Yeah. Um but other scenes now, did you were did you watch this on a TV through TV audio, or did you have a headset on? Through the TV. Okay. Because I watched it here on my computer through my headset, but uh-huh. I could hear, like, static. Yeah, you could hear static. You could. Okay, I didn't know if you could, if that came through your TV. Because there, 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 there were a fair, fair amount of silent scenes. Yeah. Yeah, that you don't see anymore. Yep. Uh, you could tell that this. You could tell that this. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know, but I don't know when silent movies and stopped and they started doing, you know, actual audio movies. Yeah, I mean, it went not very far, not very long I, after. I have a feeling there was that there weren't very many. That or or most of the people making these this movie and all the actors. We're used to making silent films, right? Because you can kind of see that silent film aspect of this movie. Yeah, where there were a lot of scenes that just didn't have dialogue. Yeah, they just did or stuff. any sound at all. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no sound, which is crazy. Because usually, I, and I want it makes me want to go watch a modern movie now and just kind of listen for that because you don't see movies anymore where. Even in the silent scenes, it's completely silent. There's maybe music or something in the background. There's something. It's never just well quiet. Uh, when we watched Conan the Barbarian a while back, when there was those uh, long, drawn-out voice, like, silent scenes, there was some sort of, like, something playing in the background. There was, like, a dramatic something in the background. Yeah. And there was, like, sound effects. And you could actually still... Yeah, no, this one, there was just, like, sound would cut off. You just hear static in your ear, and you're like, that's weird. It was weird. It was, yeah. So, but, good news for you, sir. Yeah? We have Metacritic for this movie. What, what? Metacritic? And we have Common Sense Media for this movie tonight. Oh. First time in, like, four movies, it feels. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, too. To, Both of these are going to be interesting. You, you would think we would research this ahead of time, but we don't. No. No. Because right now, I don't even know what we're doing next week. Okay. Metacritic. Out of 110 critic reviews. And, and this is crazy, because Metacritic obviously was way after this movie. So these people are, re- are reviewing a retro movie. And so... Are they reviewing it through the lens of modernity, or are they appreciating it for what it was, for its how groundbreaking it was? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a little tweener. I think it should be a lot higher, but I'm gonna go with a 73. Ooh, you, you, I, you were close, and I thought you were gonna say it. <laughs> 71. Ah. Uh. 
Okay. What she's about. Say, I, I think I see. I've I've seen as far back as like I think '90s reviews, and I've actually seen some 2010 reviews from like previous movies. Mm-hmm. So, even if this was reviewed, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I think critics would review this movie differently than now than someone that would review like an '80s movie now. Because there's okay. a certain aspect of classicness and just there, there, this movie was a masterpiece of its era, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's jump to the user reviews. Twenty-eight users out of ten. So I think the users did a little bit better. I think they were understanding. I think they give it an eight point one. No, they went the other way with it. Oh, okay. 6.8. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do they have to say? What, what, what were their gripes? That's the wrong tab. Let's get down here and figure it out. Um, looks like we have... Oh, they have, they, they've kind of changed this up. 70% critics... 70% positive, 30% mixed, 0% negative. You have a percentages now. Okay. I don't like that. Users, 71% positive, 21 mixed, 7% negative. So, quite a, quite a good amount there. Chicago Sun-Times gave it 100, which I thought oh, wow. it would get more of these, but it only had 100. Certainly, okay. it's Lugosi's it is Lugosi's performance and the cinematography of Carl Frude that make Todd Browning's film such an influential influential Hollywood picture. Uh, let's roll down here. I'm not going to get all the big ones. But let's, well, let's do all ten. Let's see. Let's see what they give us here. Let's see if we've got... Nope. Nope, we don't have your... The lowest rating is a 50. This first American version, directed by Todd Browning, was adopted from a play based on Bram Stoker's novel, rather than from the novel itself. And it becomes too staging. Okay. Uh, TV Guide gave it a 60. The atmospheric opening is the best part is the best part moody and first of sinister potential. After that, it's still drawn drawing room talk, variety acting. Act, well, I've got some weird feedback in my ear. Okay, or get that feedback out of your ear. I don't know what to do about it. All right, the atmospheric opening is the best part of is the best part moody and film sinister potential. I don't get that sentence. I don't mean words. After that, it's stilted drawn drawing room talk, variety acted, except for the cultish over the top dementia of Dwight Fry. Still, Dracula is the film that started the 1930s horror cycle, secured universal position as the horror studio, and made Hungarian actor Bela Lugosi act in it. That it, I've done what you're thinking. <laughs>
let's go back and see if there's any legible uh, users. Probably not. Well, the highest user score is eight. Okay. By Drunk Casino. Drunk Casino? Like, Drunk Casino? Drunk Aquino, like, like a cappuccino, but drunk. Okay. Drunk, drunk Casino. Dracula builds on an unmatched atmosphere. We have some flawless, truly beautiful cinematography and minimalist lighting. The set design inside Dracula's castle is fully excellent. If only the film would show more of it. Yeah. Good review. Let's pop over to Comments Media, because this is what I'm really interested in. Let's go. Do it. We've got Jeffrey Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Not sure if we've had this guy before, have we? I don't recognize the name. Don't think we have. So, H, 10 plus 5 stars. Classic vampire movie is more creepy than violent. That's fair, yeah. There really was no violence. Nope, everything was implied. It yep. was... Let's roll down. Let's figure out. Parents say, with four reviews, 10 plus. Remember? Kids, 15 kids say, four stars. No age restriction. Parents with four, say four star. Okay, four star. Okay, no. I was going to ask that. So, the reviewer said five stars. The parents of the kids said four. So, we'll go with the parents of kids on this one. <clears throat> Let's see what he says. Positive messages. Positive. Oh, oh, I forgot. I, man, it's been so long. I, I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot that we do this. Um, positive messages. You know, I don't think there is... I, I would say not present. Well, there are a little, little uptick for that. They said uh, very little. One star. One star, okay. okay. The main message is, beware of vampires. But while some would succumb to Dracula's charms, others like Van Helsing continually look for ways to solve the problem of exposing and defeating the monster. Van Helsing was an interesting character. I forgot he was... I didn't expect him to be in this movie. And I didn't expect him to be an old man. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going back to trying to remember Bram Stoker's Dracula with uh, Tim Robbins and Gary Oldman, I believe, is in that movie. And I don't remember Helsing being in that movie. I don't recall. I don't recall. Positive role models well i was gonna say not present but i think van helsing was a pretty good role model i i would give van helsing a three everybody else kind of lame i would drop it down to a two <laughs> i'd give van helsing a three and then everybody else brought it down to a two they held serve at very little a one okay okay but i think they somewhat agree with you in your words the Chili Van Helsing is probably the, the movie's best role model, an analytical fellow who does not appear to get rattled in the face of horror. 
He takes responsibility, looking for ways to outsmart, defeat the vampire, and restore things to normal. Yeah. Did the movie end weird for you? Did it just be like, deuces? It did, yeah. Because was she still a vampire? I don't think so, because I think because they killed him? him before she actually turned, she never officially turned. So I think that was kind of their deal. They're like, are you coming with us? He's like, I think I'm going to stick back here. And then it just rolled credits. And I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like they were setting it up for a sequel. I, There's like four I thought- other movies. I figured he was going to go and try to, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were setting up for the sequel. That was, but I figured he was going to hunt for the brides. Um, uh, violence and scariness. Violence and scariness. So we talked about it, not really violent. Um, no. Maybe some scariness, but it really wasn't even that scary either. I would give it a two. I didn't think it was very scary at all. Um, but there were some creepy parts, I guess. Nice. Uh, they agree. Uh, a little. Too okay. far. Blood is shown in one scene when Reinfeld cuts his finger in Dracula's castle. Blood is mentioned and discussed many other times, and there are small puncture wounds in the necks of Dracula's victims. Doesn't it really ever show that? I don't think so. It, it ever showed the puncture. I don't think it did. It. Yeah. There is persistent talk of death and some threats. Much of the violence is only suggested, but some of it is still chilling, such as spiders and bats. The shadow of a dead sea captain. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tied to the helm. A mad, giggling Reinfeld slowly approaching the camera. Dracula is destroyed off screen. Interesting. Yep words with a stake to the chest destroyed destroyed he was destroyed utterly just not a just interesting sex romance and nudity oh another i maybe one because of you know it was going for the neck like slow-mo neck motion i could give it a one but they, there really wasn't much of anything. I think they would agree with you. Very little. One. Yeah. But there's a lot of reaching in this one. I just read it while you were talking. In my opinion, okay. it's a lot of reaching. Dracula, okay. Dracula is shown to have three wives. Though they are not seen again after the, he arrives in London. There are some very subtle, almost imperceptible innuendo as Dracula seduces Mina away from John Arthur. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm agreeing. Okay, what? Did he ever call them his wives? Or were they just more like thralls situation? No, the village people, the village people, <laughs> the people of that village in Transylvania said that they were his wives. Okay. But I don't think he ever said they They're were his wives. They were screen like once or twice. Yeah. At all. Alright. Language. Language not present. Not clickable. 
Correct. All right. Products and purchases. Sold a bunch of movies. <laughs> right. This is, yeah. Wh which way are they going? Based on how I understand it, I'm going to say not present, not clickable. 100% correct. Okay, good. Drinking, drugs, and smoking. This one is... Um, I would give it... I, I can't remember how much smoking there was, and there was some drinking. I'd probably give it a two, but it wouldn't surprise me if they said three, because I might have missed a bunch. So I'm going to say two. I said one. Very little. Okay. I don't remember any smoking, but this is one of those shows where everyone's smoking, so you don't see anybody smoking. Exactly. That's so that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't remember seeing any cigarette smoke or any cigarettes in this movie. I don't remember seeing it. But back then, man, everybody smoked. Come on. I, I know, but I don't remember <laughs> seeing it in a movie. And it might not have been there. Uh, Reinfeld enjoys a glass of wine in Dracula's castle. Dracula does not partake since he never drinks wine. wine. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. I laughed out loud. I never drink wine. <laughs> Parents need to know that this classic black and white Dracula contains some mild but frank, frank talk about death and blood and some blood is shown. There are some subtle but still creepy images, though most of the horror is suggested or off screen. Sexuality has always been a part of the Dracula legend and some almost imperceptible innuendo is present in the movie. Some young viewers may find this movie a bit stiff, but as one of the most iconic movies of all time, they'll likely appreciate its chilling imagery. If nothing okay. else. I can't disagree with that last half of that. Yeah. It's a classic Agreed. movie. The I, I would let my kids watch this movie because I don't think anybody under the age of 16 would pick up on any of the sexual stuff. But I yeah. didn't even really pick up on most of it. Right. And I'm mentally eight, so I guess it works out. <laughs> oh. It, uh, so, what else? with that, yes. next week, this week, whatever week, what are we watching? What do you want to watch? Do we want to stick with some uh, Universal? Are we going to do another one? Because they've got a bunch. They've got a bunch. <laughs> I, if we were going to go the Universal route, the next one I would think we should watch would be Frankenstein with Boris Karloff. I, I'm okay that, with that or the creature from the Black Lagoon would be my other pick. Because I don't know that I have seen either of those. Uh... Or their modern adaptations. So I think that would be a. So we could watch. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So but I guess is... the great question is what is actually available for us to watch? What is on Amazon Prime? So remember what I was telling you about the whole Peacock Plus trial thing I was going to try? Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein, 1931. Is on Peacock with subscription. Okay. We can watch that one. Okay. Because so I think I've got Peacock with subscription. I think I've got that. So that peacock? works for me. Do you have Peacock? I think plus? so. 
I think I do. I have to ask my wife, but I think that's one of the things that well, we got to watch the Olympics one time and then just never canceled it. Fair. Um, fair. I have to see if that's still the case. But I will tell you, Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, I'd have to talk to my mom to find out exactly what year this was. But, like, back in the late, I'd say mid to late 90s, and you might remember th- this happening. Uh, I think it was AB, well, what was Universal? Would, I don't remember, but it was like ABC, NBC, on, like, Halloween night, did a, uh, actually did a special viewing of Creature, of the Black, Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I think it was, like, Reesers or something. You'd go to, like, Reesers, like, a couple nights before, and they gave you those cheap 3D glasses. I remember that happening, and I didn't watch it. I didn't participate, but I remember it. We all went over to my uncle's house, and we sat around. We we trick-or-treated around his place in Catoosa, in in our neighborhood, then came back to his house, sat down, and watched that movie in 3D, on like an old bubble TV. I think it had to be like, yeah. and it scared the crap out of us. Cause we were all like, <laughs> you know, we were, I, I was in my early teens. I had to have been early. Cause I wasn't high school yet, but my uncle was into all that stuff. He kind of was into that kind of, not, not like into the scary movies, but he was into that whole text. He was, he was a, you know, programmer and all that. He did. He liked all that tech stuff. So when it, like, they were like, oh, we're doing, and we'd always go to their house for parties all, all the time anyway. And we all sat around and watched Creature from the Black Moon. And I remember, no, no. Because that's why, if you let your kids watch these movies, 20 years later, they're not going to remember watching it. Yep. Unless it scars them. And then, they talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> Like, I don't remember watching it, but it touched me deeply, and I've never been the same. Where did it touch you? Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein. Let's do Frankenstein. So, okay. So, we're going to do Frankenstein on Peacock. Yep. All right. Got it. Yes, sir. I never showed the, the people, but this stuff? Pumpkin, Pumpkin Ale. Yeah. From that place. You can even see it. From Schlarg. What Star is it? Fly? S-C-H-L-A Fly. Okay. I, I picked it up at the liquor store randomly. Pretty good. All right. Content on it. That one. That Recommended. One 8%. Pretty good. If you like pumpkin, you have to like pumpkin. If you're like, ah, I'm not a fan of pumpkin, you probably won't like this because it is pumpkin. It's very, it's very pumpkin. The Wendy's pumpkin frosty and the pumpkin ice latte that Wendy's has out now. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin. You're like, hey, that tastes like something else. No, pumpkin. <laughs> Straight pumpkin. Good to go. Hey, so we're gonna watch Frankenstein. Night also, 1931. Uh, this also has Dwight Fry, the guy that played Reinhold. Oh, okay. Uh, the guy, the, and it uh, looks like it has, might have some of the similar, I think it has some crossover in actors and actresses. Okay. 
So, but Boris Karloff and you people just get ready for some old classic monster movies through October. Yeah. Yeah. We need to remember to put in our uh, our ratings. I remember the uh, Metacritic oh, no, was 71, it. but I can't remember what the user score was. It was six something. I, I still have it up. Okay, cool. We'll figure it out. I, I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to have a lot of downtime. We'll, we'll talk about. Okay, that. but I think okay. that's gonna end us for the night. We're ended. We'll see I you guys. See you guys in the next, next week after Washington loses to the Bears. That, that's no, they, they, well, Washington will not lose to the Bears. The Bears are terrible. Gross. No, that won't happen.